Thank you everyone for listening this podcast. This is Coding Talks with myself, Vishnu Veji. I am a .NET developer uh, with uh, extensive experience in cloud technologies like AWS and Microsoft Azure. Also, I have worked with the GCP as well. I do take sessions about these cloud providers which are available in my YouTube channel and also in this podcast. The YouTube channel is also in the same name as of this podcast. Feel free to listen this podcast and also the past episodes are available there. And same way in YouTube channel also all the sessions that I take Uh, live stream sessions as well as recorded sessions are available if you are interested please have a look in addition to that i am an aws community builder for storage and for the past two years aws has credited me with the title community builder um, and uh, the i have a meetup group called coding talks cloud computing where if you join uh, it's it's uh, the joining uh, formality is free uh, you just need to sign up in a meetup and just join that cloud computing uh, coding talks cloud computing and you will be get notified about the upcoming sessions and all i will be mostly taking sessions on youtube live stream but in advance i uh, do not uh, to post their sessions and other information on that meetup group so you will be get notified if you join that meetup group today's session i will be planning to talk about angular this is not a teaching session at all because you know already there are a lot of sessions available out there from different platforms like linkedin udemy uh, Uh, plural site and so on so i don't plan to have an, an another session about angular at all but uh, what i like to plan in this episode is to convey some ideas that i know about angular and how i felt about working with angular if you check out my podcast you know that around one or two years back i have taken some sessions on react js which provides an overview about the react js a similar way uh, i plan to talk about angular js uh, not an planned session kind of a just a rough expression of what i know about angular so that uh, those who are familiar with angular or maybe even if you are not familiar with angular might get some idea about that no prerequisites are required for listening this podcast feel free to listen might be might be lengthy so feel free to listen according to your convenience we can start uh, by understanding angular by contrasting it with the on another framework or another library called react js why i mentioned react js here is that uh, if you search in google about the web development technologies 
even though there are lot of other technologies out there still the react js and angular are most popular ones and i believe around 2 years back i gone through a survey i don't exactly remember uh, which survey is that but the essence of that survey is that web developers prefer these frameworks in general and at that time of survey angular was getting more popular but react also has an equal fan base out there i worked with react as well and when i worked with react i felt it like a very easy to approach library where we can start uh, getting into react very easily the concept are very easy to understand but there is a contrast of difference between the way by which angular uh, architecture is and also uh, uh, the re- how react is developed this is because if you look into the react documentation uh, you can understand that it is actually being used inside uh, facebook so they developed it for scaling their application facebook because facebook has a massive uh, demand and there is a lot of users simultaneously accessing that uh, uh, application so scalability or the way by which an application can scale to the user demands is a very important requirement for them they felt that the traditional way of splitting the architecture web architecture based on model domain and controller kind of an mvc pattern is actually not useful at all so that is the idea behind react if you look into the react you can see that uh, a web application can be developed as an uh, um, arrangement of different components that's the way by which uh react and we a developer creates a react application they create a different components say for example if we have a web page uh, a web page have may have different areas so each area can be considered as a different component and the developer think about a web page as a set of arrangement of different components so they de- they ideally prefer to think about one component and they work on that and then they have an overall idea about how to arrange that component at all the benefit of this kind of development is that in case if you want to uh, work on a single part of a web application it can be done very easily this is similar to the concept of monolith versus microservices so earlier many years back the monolith concept was the only idea that was uh, known to many developers at all but managing a monolithic application is and especially the uh, way by which it can be deployed is very tough because even when we want to have a change in a single area a monolith application should be deployed all at once which is unnecessarily and also at the testing team and others need to ensure that every part of the application is working as expected 
this uh, brings a major challenge in uh, deploying the monolith application so the concept of modular development evolved where uh, further concepts like a service oriented architecture uh, modular monolith and other uh, things evolved with which now nowadays uh, culminate in the form of architecture called the microservices so nowadays microservice or more modular kind of uh, Uh, application development is more popular uh, if you look into the websites like amazon it's a composition of different business units like uh, the shopping cart can be considered as one module the uh, display section can be considered as another module payment can be considered as another module so in this way an a website like amazon is composed of different Uh, business modules and that way an architecture based on business domain which is called the microservices is getting nowadays popular so that same concept has evolved in, into the front end architecture as well so this uh, today's discussion about the angular uh, it's actually a front end based javascript frameworks and um, if you are familiar with the develop- web development you might already know that there is no requirement for angular or react js for developing a web application at all with some knowledge about html css and javascript and maybe some helpful addition from the jquery as well you can develop a decent website using these technologies and no need for angular or react at all but why these frameworks still came up is the question the main reason is that uh, because of uh, javascript uh, was not a kind of an easily maintainable language because if you add more complexity to a web application javascript becomes unmanageable and uh, the modern languages like typescript and others came up to a great extent to reduce that complexity by statically uh, by adding static typing over the javascript but still javascript as a language is itself is not maintainable especially you know that uh, javascript is kind of a non static typed language where you can assign a var uh, i is equal to 1 in first line and on the second line you can replace that with a boolean value so this provides challenge for the developer to understand what is happening inside the javascript and especially when it evolved to, to a massive files then it becomes very difficult to understand what's happening behind the scene even if you take a simple javascript function to understand that what is passed into that function requires another uh, look into where it is being called and also the there's a concept called a callback hell is there so if you use a lot of callback you will not get any idea about what's happening behind the scene unless you go through the entire code this brings javascript not manageable from the point of view of code management as well as from an under point of view of uh, readability of the code so that's why uh, the 
കോൺസെപ്റ്റ്സ് ലൈക്ക് ടൈപ്പ് സ്ക്രിപ്റ്റ് ഇവോൾവ്ഡ് ആൻഡ് ഇൻ ആംഗുലർ ടൈപ്പ് സ്ക്രിപ്റ്റ് വാസ് ഓൾസോ ആഡഡ് ബട്ട് സെയിം ടൈം ഈവൻ വിതൗട്ട് ദ ടൈപ്പ് സ്ക്രിപ്റ്റ് ദെയർ വെയർ റിസർച്ചസ് വെയർ ഗോയിങ് ഓൺ ഇൻ ഡിഫറെൻറ്റ് ഓർഗനൈസേഷൻസ് ലൈക്ക് ദ ഫേസ്ബുക്ക് വെയർ ഹൗ ദേ ക്യാൻ ബെറ്റർ ഡെവലപ്പ് ആപ്ലിക്കേഷൻസ് യൂസിങ് ജാവ സ്ക്രിപ്റ്റ് സോ ദാറ്റ്സ് ദാറ്റ്സ് വൺ ഓഫ് ദ റീസൺ ബൈ ദീസ് ഫ്രെയിം വർക്ക്സ് കെയിം ഔട്ട് ലൈക്ക് റിയാക്ട് ആൻഡ് ആംഗുലർ വെയർ ദേ ഫൗണ്ട് ആൻ അപ്രോച്ച് which can be used to build rapidly this web application the idea is called the component based development where a web web application can be think of as an assembly of different components so this react and angular developers uh, may be thinking about a web application in terms of components so if you are new to this component model Uh, don't worry it's easy to understand it's simply this one like say for example if you have an application like a amazon website or uh, even in a simple website like a uh, um, login screen and all so that login part can be think of as an one component and you can think of the menu as another component so this way uh, when we see a web page in our screen we can identify the different components so if you if as a web developer if you develop a web page with these component idea in mind you can better develop applications that means if you have a team of different members maybe one developer can build one component and another developer can build another component so now i will uh, tell uh, bit about the react here because the reason why i like to mention about react is that if you look go through the documentation of react you can understand why react evolved um so the main thing is like earlier in javascript development the mvc model or the model view controller based kind of an architecture was getting more and more popular but there uh the problem is that if you want to make some additions or updations to a page or a single part of a web page you need to modify many areas at all so that's one of the major disadvantage that we can experience while developing an mvc based architecture maybe uh the client requires us to add on field in on part of our web application and for that we need to change three different part model view and controller at all this brings additional complexity so react the team in facebook realized this and they said that the mvc is not scalable at all actually it's not a an efficient way of developing web application so they came up with the idea of component with a language called jsx so if you have familiarity with react you know that a component can be considered as a combination of css html as well as the javascript so they found a new language for that as well which can help to uh, better develop a single part of a component without depending any other thing that means if you open a component you can have the entire things related to that component there entire things means the presentation logic 
the data uh, capturing logic and all and everything is there within that component so that lies the idea of react and that way react evolved similar time uh, uh, the uh, google has came up with a framework called angular js Uh, the earlier versions were called as angular js so there the concept is like the uh, same like what the react intended like um, the component based web development but react uh, but angular provides more structure to web application so this is one of the major difference i felt when working with a react application and an angular application when i worked with a react application uh it's easily understandable like uh, if you if uh, i am developing a list component i uh, if i look on the top section of the list component i could see codes related to pulling the data from an api and underneath that i can see some business logic related to that component and also the presentation html and all within all within that same file itself sometimes when react application evolves maybe that data pulling logic may be moved to some hook or something so that is common that's the from the point of view of maintainability but uh, still if you look into a component in react you will get a nander picture about everything there like the data pulling logic the css the presentation logic html logic javascript if some Uh, dom manipulation needs to be done uh, you should have some javascript related codes as well like the event handlers and all so that is also there within the there so that's one of the core difference i felt when i worked with react and then moved into angular so when i moved to angular i could see the same component there but if you look into that component you could see a list of different files like the html template file is there then the module is there then the um, uh, other uh, component related files are there so this way i think around four files around uh, you can see in every component in angular so this i felt like a bit extra effort especially when i came from a react background and worked with angular uh for making a simple change or making some simple component i need to create four files in advance for that components in addition to that i need to make some other updations as well in different other areas so uh, this i felt unnecessary initially but the benefit that i experienced later is like uh, it can help in organization to maintain a structure so in a way we can say like angular provides more structure to a web application because you can have that same structure in react as well actually i like the idea behind react it's very easy to identify a component and its logic and the data pulling logic all in a single place without looking into multiple places like the angular but uh, the thing is like in react you need to uh, have a thing thought about how the architecture and structure of the application should look like because in react there is no common way to do a particular thing especially uh, state management you can have the state managed in the component itself or you can move that to 
some other pattern like a redex or mobex or something and also uh, uh, newly the the context api is there so different ways are out there while developing an application so that means if a developer starts a react application with one particular idea in mind if he didn't communicate that in a, in the form of a documentation or some way to other developers who who will be coming later then to the newer developers it may not be that much easy to understand what all uh, uh, what all approach it's actually using there because there is a possibility i'm not saying like 100% of time uh, it happens like that but there is a possibility that at some time it can go wrong like uh, maybe um the, all the things that are can applicable in the javascript can also uh, be applicable here then in react you can use typescript as well typescript reduces some of the disadvantages of javascript at all uh there are fa- uh, favorisms towards javascript and against typescript as well if you search in google you can get a lot of such arguments out there like many don't prefer the typescript at all but uh, microsoft uh, uh, when came up with the idea of typescript says that it provides a static typing over the javascript so that it can benefit the developers especially uh in uh, say for an example in javascript if you look into a function you need to think about where that function is actually calling from and you need to go uh on by on behind to understand what is happening there but if you have a static typing over javascript in the form of typescript you can you can take advantage of some of the static typing features uh, first benefit is like at the compile time itself you can identify some of the errors instead of run time the second benefit is like you can easily navigate to different areas of the code base and you will get an idea what type of parameter whether it is an in parameter or whether it is a boolean parameter is actually passing into the uh into the function so that is on some of the benefits that provide so because of this uh, benefits that typescript provide angular uh, in the recent versions of angular typescript is also included this was not the case earlier in angular js typescript was not there but when the typescript and its features and its benefits became more visible to the developer community angular team thought to integrate that in angular framework so that way they um, integrated that so the recent versions of angular if you create it will be typescript the code uh, behind you uh, you want to write is um, uh, in typescript itself um, uh, those who are not familiar about typescript uh, it's worth checking some of the benefits that typescript offers some of the benefits that i felt is uh, two of them are i already mentioned like one is the benefit that it provides by using the static typing second thing is like it brings more maintainability to the code base uh, it provides more easy navigation and it provide more help from an editor point because the editors like vs code can help it to identify 
uh, different areas of the code and can provide intelligence and navigational benefits as well then the other thing that uh, typescript provides is like say javascript may be evolving at a later phase so now ecmascript 5 is there and maybe the later version will be coming later so if you write something in typescript you can compile that to a more newer version of javascript so the what typescript actually typescript compiler actually does is it it uh, grabs all the code that you are writing in typescript and compile them to pure javascript in an efficient way so it's not like a developer javascript to jet developer typescript to javascript conversion but it's on the level of a kind of a optimized javascript so maybe the code that typescript compiles uh, maybe you may not be familiar with that's an optimized form of javascript uh, if you want to understand about how a typescript compiles that to a pure javascript there are online editors out there just uh, have a simple search and you will get an idea so um, so this is what i mentioned in the uh, beginning of the session like this is not a uh teaching session it's a not a structured format to present angular from base to the advanced as it is but it's just a rough expression of what i know about angular so when we were talking about angular we talked about the react js and also some ideas about the typescript as well uh, then uh, so that's the way then now um those who are coming to the angular Uh, how they can start working into angular is on question so if you are brand new to angular ideally you may be starting working on with uh, by using installing the node js similar to uh, the react js uh, we need to have a mandatory requirement to install uh, node js in advance the latest version will be preferable simply install the node js and once you install the node js you can install the angular uh, cli using the npm so npm is the preferred way by which uh, you can install the required packages into your uh, system so node js is the prerequisite for that so once you have the node js installed you can use the npm command to install the angular cli the reason why we are installing the angular cli is there is an option by which you can create the uh, um, angular application using the angular cli so if you search in google about angular cli and how you can create an angular application from scratch you will get the command it's a simple command and if you run that it will create the angular application for you with all the required things and all, all. the reason why angular cli is useful for us is that the if you do that bootstrapping this part is called the bootstrapping where you assembling the different components required for running 
an angular application so if you do this manually it will take a lot of time which is unnecessary as well because already some others have already found a way to assemble these things for a new project so they have in integrated that in the angular cli so with the help of angular cli you can simply bootstrap a new angular application so such an application if you bootstrap it will have uh, a set of different structures we are not going deep into the structure uh, we are just going through an overall um, idea only so there may be an app folder and also the component folder then some files like modules and all so you need to define all uh, different areas for angular to work on uh, we can go a bit deep into the angular as we progress through the episode uh, keep in mind that this episode is a bit lengthy so feel free to listen according to your convenience there is no need to listen this episode all at once so part by part you can listen anyway i will be presenting this session all at once so uh, up to you to listen how uh, whatever way you want so that is one way by which you can create an application especially if you are brand new to uh, angular second way is like if you are a .net developer there is an easy way if you have a version of visual studio installed in your machine a visual studio community edition is free so simply install that and if you install that simply create a new project and while you create a new project simply search for an angular application and this is the recent addition of visual studio where angular and react are inbuilt with the uh, term, uh, visual studio itself so that uh, visual studio can help you to bootstrap an application uh, with angular with uh, the dotnet core as the backend so the advantage here is that you will get a sample application from visual studio where by which you can work and modify and you can uh, move to your project requirements as you like so the these kind of templates uh, can be used to create a react or angular application and the application structure is almost similar for react and angular basically it has have a client app folder where you will be having all the react and or angular related uh, files and also i core dotnet core uh, behind the scene sample api uh, with some examples as well so that you can modify and progress then also when you install an angular application create an angular application using visual studio uh everything by default is wired up by the visual studio itself so you can simply click on the debug and you can run the application you can make the modification and you can change it but uh, you may be wondering like what about the modifications that you can make that also can be done simply you can go into the client app folder and you can add packages using npm as you like Uh, the reason for adding packages is like as your project evolves you may be having different different requirements for your angular application maybe to uh, uh, say for an example if you need a search option you can install the um, uh, ng search module uh, 
which is available from npm uh, you can integrate that into your existing angular application with the help of npm and then you can uh, add the codes in your amb- angular application a few codes into the component files and all and then that way you can easily wire up an application you can easily wire up additional features to your existing uh, uh, angular application that is created by visual studio so these are the two approaches that are available for those who are coming new to angular then what about the experienced developers maybe you are working in some organization and maybe client request you to work on an existing angular project maybe to add some extra features and all in that case uh, it's a bit challenging because uh, angular evolved from angular js to the current version of angular the thing is like different developers who developed this angular in the past may have formed different ways just like i explained now when a brand new developer comes to angular they can use an angular cli to bootstrap a simple angular application without an backend api and they can later create a backend api node while if you create but at the same time if you are a brand new and if you are creating an application with the help of a visual studio template then visual studio will be creating uh, on .net core api and the client app folder and all the difference is that the structure by which the main structure while the main structure of the angular component and other things remains the same the way by which it is integrated as a project differs so you need to first understand how the existing application that you will be going to work on is wired up so different your developers prefer different way in the past too so you need to just have a look on the different files the the one recommended approach that i prefer is um first find out the angular related folder so you can see a component based folder and if you are if you have found that file and if you have found that package or json and other related angular based files uh, inside your existing project then uh, you are somewhere near to uh, the um, existing app architecture and you can easily identify how it is working at all basically angular as you know is a front end framework so angular couldn't work alone of its own it needs a support of an api so most of your project might be have an an api either attached with that angular project or maybe you will be having an angular project by itself and it will be calling it uh, there will be a configuration where you can configure the apis that will be co- pulling the data from somewhere so first i need to understand about this so when i actually worked started working with the angular i found an application where it's using a combination of the older angular js as well as the newer angular so it's used a combination of that approach this way different approaches different developers can uh, made upon you need to uh, be aware that while starting working on the angular application 
then uh, usually angular if you are creating an angular application using angular cli and if you are integrating that to angular a, a, a backend api and all then uh, whenever you are making some change you need to build that and compile that because angular needs compilation so you need to think about whether the particular project that you are encountering actually requires a compiling to angular or not so compiling means it's just a simple step like ng space build which it will compile all the angular to a required javascript basically what angular does is it's a framework so you will be writing code according to the angular framework conventions and all and finally it will be outputting it as simple javascript where it can be run like a normal web application so for the browser who receives the actual code has no idea about whether it's developed using an angular or a react because it's actually getting that angular actually getting that uh, pure javascript which are compiled by these frameworks compilers itself so uh, from our point of view as a developer we will be working on angular and react so that's the thing then um, okay then the next thing uh, that uh, you should keep in mind is that where with if you develop an application if you create a new angular application with the help of visual studio you don't need to recompile it every time when you make a change because uh, the underlying scripts and all have assembled there and uh, it's uh, already uh, wrapped by the visual studio itself so you can simply debug it and it will run the code and compile the code from behind the scene so you you can modify the code without running explicitly the ng build by yourself but in the case of some existing applications like the one i mentioned uh, we have to go to a particular folder and we need to uh, run the uh, ng build to compile the new angular version to a different one because there they followed the developers followed a custom way to integrate the newer version with the older version so that thing uh, you need to keep in mind while working on the maintenance project because you will not have any clue how it is going on then the um then the other uh, difference i felt with regard to uh, the angular versus react is that in an organization where there are a lot of developers who are working on ang in a web application having a structure or architecture that this angular kind of framework provides is Uh, in fact can be useful it can also be applicable for react as well because react even though it's a lightweight library doesn't provide a fixed architecture or structure at all uh, it uh, uh, in in react using react you can develop an application using different ways but in angular especially even if for a component if you open a component in a component folder in 
angular you can see that they followed a structure there i believe this can help to those who are not familiar with javascript and the and the, the advanced cons advanced or the even a medium concepts in medium experience in javascript because newer developers who work with javascript can create a web application in multitude of ways so that means if if a developer is developing an application and when it's handed over to another developer he felt feels it challenge to understand what's going on behind the scene so there this structuring that this angular provides can actually help in a way because a folder structure exists within angular compared more structure exists within angular compared to react and it can help the development team to maintain a code base that has a fixed structure that means if any other developer coming to the team and if he gets he or she gets some idea about angular then he can easily follow the existing application that other developers worked on because they have followed the angular style and conventions that's the benefit uh, that the structuring provides to angular but it comes at a cost because if you look uh, into angular component there is different file structures and there so when a structure is there it has to follow follow a certain conventions that these frameworks demand uh, that means it's additional burden for you same like what the react developers in facebook uh, suggested that mvc is not a, actually a scalable uh, development experience for web application uh, because uh, to make a modification they need to do multiple areas so um, so such disadvantages exist within Uh, at in a greater deal in angular compared to react because of the structuring but as i pointed out structuring can also sometimes help so based on that um, uh, we can select if if you ask me which uh, uh, framework do you prefer for new application Uh, because i have some familiarity with the react i prefer react only because uh, it's more lightweight and more easy to understand um, but um, if we are working in a team of developers who are not familiar that much with javascript and do, who doesn't know about any structure applications at all who doesn't agree with a common structure among the different teams then angular can be helpful there is no fixed rules out here and neither on framework or library is greater than another but um, from a personal perspective i like uh, react a bit more compared to angular now we can look into some of the more advanced uh, concepts that are related to angular so now it's uh, one hour over uh, we were contrasting the differences with regards to angular and uh, okay so far we were contrasting about the difference between angular and react we discussed each has its own advantages and i mentioned some of the advantages that i felt 
maybe you will be feeling some other things now uh, like i already mentioned if you are brand new to angular you can use the angular cli or you can use the visual studio to create an angular application for you if you simply use angular cli you will get a new angular application the thing is like google invested heavily into the in creating this framework so when you use angular cli to create a new angular application you can you can they you can ensure that they it creates the cli tool will create a complete structured application with appropriate config files then the best practices file name structures and all and everything is wired up by that cli itself cli angular cli itself so you can simply modify and work on then if you are using visual studio they are also using this angular cli behind the scene but they will also provide the backend dotnet core api as well so that you can work with the api to pull data to angular application you know unless if it's a known data application without an api an angular application by itself can't stand alone that much data is the core of majority of the web application you definitely need an api especially if it's a web application so that means if you don't have an api behind the scene then considering creating an application with the help of visual studio will be will benefit you because they also create a um, api behind the scene so you can simply take advantage of that if you don't want visual studio and if you are against microsoft in some way and if you prefer open source way, on, way only then Uh, you have to install the node.js first as i mentioned before the particular thing you need to remember here is like you need to install the node.js 14 and above because that's the mandatory requirement and once you installed the node.js you can have uh, you can install the different npm packages the actually the Uh, how we uh, implementing an application angular application in our system is through uh, the angular cli so first you should install the node.js uh, it provides the platform and then you need to install the npm uh, uh, sorry you need to install the angular cli using the npm so the command is simple simply Uh, run npm space install then uh, you, you should provide a flag like minus g uh, then space angular cli so once you have that angular cli installed you can next bootstrap an application uh, bootstrap an angular application and the command is also similar you can search in google and understand that uh, but or uh, if you 
want to know that now itself uh, the command is simple like ng space new space the name of your application so if it is an application like my first angular application or my favorite angular application you can simply provide that keep in mind that while you create in this way using the ng space new slash uh, uh, not slash uh, space uh, application name angular will that angular cli will ask a few questions like whether you need angular routing and what type of style sheet format do you prefer so there are multiple ways by which uh, we can have style sheets like css uh, which is the normal one or less or sas unless you are not sure about less and sas it's preferred to go on ahead with the css also the routing is also important because if uh, if the customer wants accessing different part of your application by providing different urls you need the support of angular routing as well so it is better to always give yes to that one and the style sheet format you can simply select uh, the css default cls so in this way if you provide and click and uh, and pro uh, enter the um, command line um, angular cli will create a fully functional angular app but keep in mind that it will be a basic application uh, that can help you to understand about the structure and all but you need to work on to add additional features according to what your client or what you required from your application so the main thing you need to look on is like uh, there will be a source folder if you create an angular application using the angular cli and inside the source there will be an app folder uh, so that's the default one uh, there uh, you will if you open that app folder you will have a set of files there so these files are according to the structure what angular wants so if you are creating a component it should fall for, uh, it should uh, have this structure uh, say for example if you open that app folder you will have a css file there then an html file there then a spec file there which is used for testing another purpose you can test individual part of your application uh, front end part just alone with the help of angular so spec is there then the app.component.ts which is the actual component logic file there then there is a module file also there so module can be considered in angular as kind of a, a container for all the different components so if you have an application and if you have a set of component associated or related you can wrap it inside a module so that's the concept of module so more details about these things are available in the documentation feel free to have a look on that then once you have a new application created using the ng new then you need to run you you may be interested to run the application and want to see how it looks like and you can simply run the command 
on that command line so how you uh, run that command line is actually you should uh, open the command prompt if you are in windows or if you are in linux also you are you can use the command and then you need to navigate inside to the root directory where your angular files reside the easy way to identify the root directory is that you can see a package.json file there so go to that directory first you need to install all the npm packages there so if you are creating a new angular application by default all the required packages will be installed as part of the new thing uh, or when you run the ng serve but if you are uh, opening an existing angular application uh, initial time you need to run the npm install to get all the uh, uh packages that are mentioned in the package.json to be installed so these packages are from npm repository that are required in your system uh, or uh, the system where the angular application is running uh, so that command is important and after that command then you need to uh, provide a command called ng serve which will open the application and it will be run on an uh, default host and the port name will be i think around 4200 or something uh, if you want to change that host and port you can have that option as well uh, please refer to the documentation for more details so the 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 default page you can you can be view in that way by running the ng serve command keep in mind that if you create a new application using the angular cli uh, you will get a template that is provided by the angular cli but at the same time if you create a new angular application with the help of visual studio uh, visual studio will be providing a template uh, and the look and structure looks a bit different mainly if you look into that uh, template that is provided by visual studio you can understand that they have integrated that api as well so there is a data component also there which you can use to understand uh, which you can refer and understand how the data pulling logic in angular actually works which can be used for modifying and customizing your new application then if you have an existing application you might be wondering how you want to update an existing application uh, the way preferred way by which you can update your existing application is uh, you need to un uninstall your older version of angular cli and you need to install the latest version of angular cli followed by the update command so the update command is simple you need to go inside that directory where package.json exists and simply run ng space update space uh, the angular core and the angular cli commands uh, so there this uh, you need to update these two things so these two angular core and angular cli are the main ones that are required for your application to run you need to update that keep in mind that um, angular comes out uh, with a new version every uh, i think 6 months or so so be uh, uh, first before updating the angular application make sure that you check out the documentation and all 
to see any breaking changes are there sometimes when updating an legacy application to a newer version you need to make changes in the folder structure and all or the conventions that newer uh, angular application demands so keep that in mind while updating your application um now you may be wondering um you are able to create an application and you are able to run that then what's the what's all are the different files that are inside the angular application and why each one uh, what's the uh, relevance of each of these files i'm not going too much detail into these things as as this is not an angular course at all but uh, understanding about the different files can be helpful so the first file that i like to mention is the package.json so this this file is the one which specifies the node.js dependencies and all and also some of the typescript transpilers or specific command lines that you can use in your application so these are all defined in the package.json then also uh, in the newer versions of angular typescript is inbuilt within so you can see a tsconfig.json where you can set the typescript related uh, informations then the angular.json is there where you can specify the angular application home page and also the main source file so the main file in an angular application or the startup file is the um, source that slash main dot ts which is responsible for starting the application so and also there is one page called the index dot html so if you open the source slash index dot html you can see an um, a tag called app root inside there so this is as per the time of this recording on 11th of march 2023 uh, so the uh, maybe at the later version may differ if you are uh, installing a newer version of angular but the idea is that index.html contains an app root component and actually this app root com component is a, a tag is actually used by the angular framework to replace the codes based on how you navigate so if you navigate to uh, localhost slash um, home actually um, angular will pre-populate all the um, required uh, HTMLs within that uh, app root um, area similarly if you navigate to a different page like uh, uh, localhost slash about dot uh, about or some other page then uh, or contact page then angular will based on how you configured your application angular how you define the routing how you define the com components and all based on that angular will pre-populate the required uh, html inside the app root component so that's the way by which it's actually working behind the scene then the main.ts so if you look into the angular.json you can see that the main source file that your app, angular application look on initially is the main.ts so there uh, they uh, we can define the app module and all other things then 
inside that app module if you look on you can see the different modules that your application is using so uh, if it's a simple application you can see the app component then the browser module and all this means that as your application advances you will be having extra uh, information inside that app module imagine if you are bootstrapping all these things initially from scratch it will be very challenging so that's the lies the importance where uh, having a tool like angular cli will be helpful for you then uh, the main thing you need to understand about angular is the component that means if you are developing a web application you should think in terms of component this is same for react as well there also you need to think about the component but the way by which both frameworks both uh, actually react is a library uh, so it's not a framework but the way by which these bo both uh, react and angular works is a quite different way in angular you need to specify a fixed structuring to the components this is what i mentioned earlier like if you have some structuring in your application it can help in a great way to um maintain the code base so that same applies while you create a component for angular as well those who are not familiar with angular either angular or react when they first time comes to this uh, angular and react the idea of component may be a bit difficult to understand so they need to revise their thinking a bit more especially if they are coming from pure javascript or other backgrounds because the concept of h the component may not be familiar to them one thing we can relate to this is like maybe that developer will be working on pure html and they will be thinking while developing a web page as a single page with a single html file and all so the idea of component or the parts of the different areas uh, that idea may not be familiar to them so the idea behind the angular way of developing or the react development is you should think in terms of the web page as a set of component you need to visualize how a web page can have different component if it's a simple web page like a login page then you can think about the menu as one component and each element inside that menu Uh, can also be another component as well so in this way you should uh, split your component to the maximum so that maximum granularity can be achieved and that way you can independently change a part of an app part of a web page without affecting the other part so there lies the concept of this modular development similar to what we discussed in the initial episode where the idea of monolith versus microservices come into existence so that way uh, as the ui development became more and more complex especially for complex ui application this kind of uh, individual splitting into components can really helpful for the developers especially in maintaining the uh, maintaining the um, application now we can look into the a simple component uh, file inside the angular uh, you could see like there is a main template url 
template file that you need to define so this is the HTML page that actually renders the data then there would be other files like the CSS file where where how the file is actually how the actual actual template is actually displaying then there will be the associate logic that are inside that component um, file where you define that st state of your application and other details like the event handler and all uh, maybe your component requests to pull data from somewhere so you need to call a service behind the scene and you need to wrap it up to the component so service is there uh, it can help uh, having a separate service file can help to create uh, can help to uh, I have to make the code a bit more structured in a way like the API calls will be there uh, API calling part will be there in the service and that service will be injected to the corresponding component and that way you can use that service file uh, which can be called from inside a component to actually call an API. So in this way, uh, for everything, a structure is there within the Angular, which can help if you are developing in a team environment. That lies another question, like whether this Angular can help for, for a freelancer kind of person where that person is the only one working in that project yes uh, the, for the him also uh, it, it can help in a way like the reason is um, some of the, uh, being a framework angular can provide a great deal of support utilities which we will discuss as we go through the episode so such can be the, such thing can be utilized there and also the structuring whether it's uh, whether it's for a single member or for the another member still can help because even if a freelancer is actually working on a project and if you want to hand over that to some other person or even for himself to understand at a later point of time uh, it can be helpful to have a structure in place the same applies for react as well even though react doesn't provides a steady uh, or a rigid structure as like angular still uh, uh, an expert React developer can have a structure in place in advance. Not as much complex as this one. There the concept is a bit different where inside a single component and inside a single file uh, every logic will be there and there the concept of hook and other things exist to make things more better uh, to, uh, to, uh, to include the concept of uh, event handlers and all then the uh, the way by which um, uh, it differs the angular differs from react is that uh, the concept of binding in angular it's uh, it supports two way binding where you can bind the data from your html to the javascript and reverse way but in the react actually it's an on way binding that means uh, you need to whenever you make a modification whenever you want to make a modification in the UI you need to change the associated state behind the scene and that will be kind of an on-way binding so that way react will automatically populate the front end according to the state change 
and you need to be focusing on changing the state from the ui but at the same time in the angular there is a concept called the two way binding we will discuss that as we go along once you create an application a basic application using angular cli or visual studio the next challenge for you as a angular developer is how to create additional angular elements for your app development you can't just satisfied with the default components that angular built for you and creating a new angular component if you look into a single component you can see different files there and manually creating these files is possible but it not an efficient way so how you can do that is what we are going to discuss now you can use that same cli where you use that cli to create an application uh, new that same cli can be used for create any of your angular artifact as well so this artifact means additional components not components additional angular related items that are required for your application development component is one thing then directive is another thing pipe is there then uh, for calling the api and all services required then might be you required a new class new interface uh, sometimes when your application evolves more and more components will be added which should be contained within a module so module will be required and in other cases web or web kind of a web worker will be required in all of these cases you can use that same cli to generate these different artifacts for your angular application say for example if you want to create a list component for your application you can navigate to your angular application folder where your package.json resides so that's the root of your angular application if you are uh, developed using if you are created using visual studio that will be your client app folder so you need to navigate to there then simply run the command called ng space g space if you want to create a component you need to provide component followed by the new component name so the thing you need to uh, be aware of here is like you need to follow a convention like if your app um the component name should follow a convention so you should follow like uh, uh, if if you want to create a new component with a particular name so you need to create that component so that way uh, you need to uh, properly define these things uh, while creating your application for example if you are creating a component called list component it should be like ng space g space component followed by list and once you enter a component folder will be created and if you look inside that you can see an associated html file a spec file will be there then a css file then a um that typescript module file will be there so the everything structure can be seen here so that's the uh, 
visible difference you can expect from an angular application then in addition to that um it also um uh, so when you create a new component the main thing you should uh, notice is the uh, you want to lay uh, you want to um uh, style the, the you, you need to uh, sometimes you need to style the component or you want to define how the layout of that component will be so that all will be defined inside the html and css folder which you can found inside that component about the other things related to the what data that should be presented inside that component that all will be there inside the that component.ts file which you can found inside that component folder so if you have multiple components each component will be have a different component folder and inside the component folder there will be a component ts files where you can uh, you can uh, write the exact code for how your component wants to display if it's a list uh, then definitely you need an array of list which you can pull from some data api or somewhere or you can hard code it here itself hard coding is not at all practical most of the case but for the sake of understandability you can simply hard code that and then you can um you can display that to the uh, once you define a uh, array here inside the that component.ts you can call that uh, array from within the uh, html file as well you can loop there and you can display the data to the user while displaying you can have use additional pipes and all say for example if you want to format your data according to the time you can use a pipe and display accordingly similar way other pipes you can use a custom pipe in some cases if you want to format your data according to a different naming a different con- uh, convention you can do that as well using the uh, pipe also the related to styles i already mentioned like you, you can uh, alter the css sometimes um uh, um you need to define some styles for your overall application so in that case you can define a style inside the angular folder that is the source/style.css where it defines the global styles and uh, if you look into the angular.json you can see the reference of the style.css there that means the global styles can be defined here while uh, if you want to provide a specified style for a specified component you can provide that inside that component css folder as well that's how it's working once again common styles will come under the global style.css which can be found inside the style stat uh, source/style.css and the same thing is also defined inside the angular.json as well while if you want to provide individual styling for individual components 
that can be provided inside the component css file then without routing routing is also another important concept in angular without routing an angular application is not that much useful at all because uh, if it's a single page application angular is called a spa actually it's a single page application you can scroll from the top to down and you can view that but in reality a web application will be having different pages like it can be you the user will be taking different urls so localhost slash home shows the home page while localhost slash about will show the about page so this there is by where the routing the importance of routing applies in order to have a routing and navigation to a particular component you need the support of a uh, routing dependency so that is called uh, angular slash router don't worry while you created an application using the angular cli angular cli will create this angular router also for you in case if you not found that inside your package.json you can install that explicitly but usually it will be installed by default for all your application whether you created using the angular cli or using the visual studio version as well it's fine that means you can create different component maybe you can have a home component you can have a list component maybe you can have additional a uh, component called a comments component or something and if you want to have a url and navigate to that component in the form of different pages then you need uh, to define a routing table so the routing table is defined inside the source slash app slash app routing dot module dot ts so there if you open that file once again that file is source slash app slash app routing slow dot module dot ts so if you open that you can see that routing defined here so based on that routing so the path you can see the path there root equal to in an array you define the path and the component so based on how the url will be and that is identified on the path defined here it will be redirected to a particular component so uh, in an angular application the concept of base uh, href is also important so this base uh, url is defined inside the index.html and that's the base uh, url for your application and all the other urls that you are defined inside the app.module.app.approting.module.ts are actually relative to this base url so the base url uh, that is defined inside the index.html is the main thing and uh, all other urls that are defined inside the routing 
module.es will be relative to this one so that's the way by which it works and also if you want to navigate to a page from within on page say for example in the home page if you want to provide a link to navigate to a list page so list page can be another component then you can use the ahrf equal to that particular slash uh, list or something or also you can use a router link so if you define a router links like a router link is a kind of an angular tag that means the it will automatically consider the url as relative to the base url which you defined in the index.html then when you develop an angular application another consideration that you need to consider uh, is the Uh, is the binding data binding compared to react where there is only one way binding is possible angular supports two way binding as well that means you can bind from a model to uh, that is defined in um, in the in a component model to your actual H, uh, model uh, component html and vice versa two way binding is possible details about the two way bindings can be found inside the angular documentation so that is uh, no out of scope of this um, podcast it's not easy to mention all of that things here uh, you can check out that so two two way binding is possible it's the low, uh, the examples are also provided there also the thing is like uh, um uh, you can um you can also have the idea of delayed data bindings until done can be uh, implemented using angular so that's an uh, enhanced way of this two way binding then uh, this uh, two way binding actually uh, helps you to define a component model to ui to the actual html to display the data while same time uh, this two way binding allows you to uh, return back the data from ui to component to update data in the model and sometimes you want to delay updating the model value Uh, until the user has stamped out of a text box or something because uh, say say for example if a user is typing a number in a in a, in a text box column uh, no need to update that model until the user actually completes the entire digits in a text box so in that case you can achieve the delayed data binding so this is applicable for two way data binding so this delayed data binding can be applied there with the help of blur and change events so that means when the user navigates 
out of or for uh, or move the focus out of the text box the the data can be updated back into the component then um, another thing as a web developer you need to consider while developing a web application is the concept of decision and iteration so decision means that it's a very important one in developing web application suppose we want to decide how we want to display the data one example can be like imagine there is a student list component where it displays the list of students that have completed a particular requirement so we need to show a status column and the status column column should show whether the student completed requirement or not should be based on a decision so in that case angular provides uh, the if else decision directive so these are called directives so we we understood about the components modules so components can be considered as individual part of the web application and then the module can be con considered as a container where all the components can be hold within so for a simple web application might be one module only be there while as the app web application evolves more and more components more and more modules will be added which can hold the related components underneath so module can be considered as a kind of a container similar way um, to enhance these components we can use the directives simply presenting a data inside the component is not that much efficient sometimes we want to show the data based on some decision so for that you can use structural decision directives some of uh, one of the main one is like ng if and you can provide a condition there and display the syntax of that is available in the documentation ng if is used for a conditional rendering of a particular part of your um, template so that means uh, you can go inside a component uh, open that html page and then you can put this ng if condition and alter the html accordingly so that it can provides a conditional rendering similarly sometimes uh, you need to do a bit more conditional rendering called the branch based rendering where you can depend on the ng switch statement as well this is similar to the switch and if statements in other languages like c sharp so angular borrowed that same concept from other languages and implemented here in this ui framework as well ng if and ng switch can be used ng if if for simple conditional rendering and this ng switch for more branch based rendering similarly like i mentioned for a list component like list students or something we have an array of data inside a javascript array variable but we should have a way to show that data 
inside the html those of you who are familiar with the javascript may know that we can simply put a for each and append that html tag and display all the data but that is not that much efficient from a developer point of view so angular provides a ng4 attribute where you can simply define the ng4 and the syntax you can check out in the documentation the syntax is much simpler instead of writing lengthy codes as that of in the uh, native javascript you can simply use that ng4 command ng4 directive it's not command actually sorry it's actually a directive and that way you can show the data accordingly then uh, the uh, the concept of uh, this uh, then this same uh, um, uh, there are some additional things also you can implement which is based on this conditional directives you can also data bind css class and styles so that based on a condition you can provide a particular style for your web application so these are some of the main things that can help while developing an angular application there are additional things also as well but these are some of the main things that are main main things that are applicable for a angular application then the concept of pipes is also helpful in addition to this conditional Uh, directives conditional directives can help to show a data based on a condition but what about if you want to further enhance the way by which we display the data one example is like we have a variable that has some value associated with that but we are getting a requirement like we should show that all data in lower case uh, if you are aware about javascript you can understand that simply at the at the model level itself you can change that to to lower and you can simply lower or transform the text to a lower case but angular from a point of view uh, to make things easier you can they provide a kind of a pipe where you can append that to your existing data variable inside your html so that means if there is a data called a title uh, there is a variable called a title that you are defined you are calling inside the angular html then you can simply pipe it means you can put a pipe symbol and then you can provide a Uh, pipes that are sub, that are provided by angular so i think around uh, 10 plus around 10 exactly not sure around 10 plus pipes are provided by angular including lower case upper case title cases there then if you have a javascript object and if you want to display that as a json there's a json pipe there then number 
pipe is there which formats the number as text also date pipe is there if you want to display date in a particular format percent pipe is there currency pipe is there so different different kinds of pipes are supported by angular the idea is to help you to display the data according to what the user expects also there are some additional pipes also like a slice which creates a new list or string based on the main list and and it can slice the data and show according to the customer requirement also uh, the plural select async pipes are there then the concept of uh, asynchronous data in angular is also worth understanding because most of the time web applications uh, need to have need to deal with uh, some kind of an asynchronous data for example some calculation may be doing by some job or worker or sometimes uh, the, the, the the rest api that your angular application calling will take some more time to return the data so in that case uh, it have to deal with asynchronous data so um, there are two ways by which you can handle the async data in a web application one is through a promise and another in is one is through an observable so promise is kind of an on off asynchronous result where it will wait for a promise and then display the data while the observable can be think of as a kind of a stream of emitted values from the source so this observable you can include in an angular app if you want to display a stream of data directly to the uh, front end as it is coming from the back end but this is not a uh, not there in the angular you you should add an external dependency called rxjs and if you want to learn more about this observable class uh, you can check out the reactivex observable which provides more details on that package um yeah there is one correction i want to mention here like in angular when you install create an angular application using the cli this uh, rxjs will be automatically installed as part of that so you don't need to explicitly add that so if you open the package.json you can see that rxjs there so that means it will be automatically added and you can use you can use observable uh, if you want then uh, in addition to these things sometimes you want to capture the inputs from the user in the form of uh, forms so for that you can add uh the dependency using an npm called angular forms and the syntax for using this angular forms is also provided in the documentation by installing this angular forms 
you can use that inside your angular application and take advantage of some of the if you look in the documentation you can see how angular forms can be used to efficiently display form and to capture input from there once you understand the structure it will be effectively helpful to, for you to understand uh, how uh, you can use that uh, forms to build uh, different kinds of complex forms for your application i think uh, i have covered enough of the main things that are required for developing an angular application another thing is like when you starts developing sometimes according to the customer requirements you may need to display the data in a particular format and you know like i mentioned uh, there are different pipes that are provided by angular application which can help you in that context but sometimes those ready made pipes that are provided by angular are not just sufficient in that case you might need to create a custom pipe where angular provides the provision to create a custom pipe as well you can use the same angular cli to create a custom pipe as well it creates a dummy pipe you need to tweak the logic to suit according to the your requirement and once you tweak the logic then you can use that custom pipe inside your angular application see this is not absolutely required in most of the project in most of the time the input pipes are sufficient for, to do these things but sometimes you need to create this custom pipe so it depends it depends upon how your project uh, before we winding up this uh, session and uh, this episode I uh, would like to mention a few more additional things which I observed both in React and also in Angular. Both are actually a kind of a component-based web development practice. So when when you as you develop your application and when it gets more and more complex, you will be developing too much of a components and uh, uh, um, uh, you may end up in a thing like how to properly arrange the component in that case um you can consider thinking of uh, uh, splitting the components into more modular components like uh, uh, if you don't get a control of how a component displays the data then you can further divide that component as your application evolves and also there is an idea of high level component which is common to both the angular as well as for react a high level component is simply a component which data gets data from somewhere and it's kind of a parent component and it will pass the data into lower level components that means there will be a main component and underneath that a sub component and so on so how you pass the data from a high level component to a low level component in the low level component or the child component you can decorate the property with an input attribute 
and in the high level component you can assign a value to this calling child property so in this way the parent or the container component can pass the data using the input property which are defined by those childs and pass the data underneath so this is uh, this gets uh, uh, this needs a bit of careful thought about how you define the components and all example if there is a say for example a shopping list component you can have uh, further child components underneath that and the way by which how you define the components helps in overall maintenance of your project the more modular your component is more efficient you can alter that component without affecting the other components same time you should have an understanding about the high level component as well because then only you can uh, create that parent component in advance and then pass the data underneath sometimes once we define a component then we will be understanding like okay let's split into uh, further into more child component and then uh, pass the data on to there so the this applies both to the react as well as to angular Uh, it will be better to keep this in mind then uh, once you have an component like this then uh, uh, you can you can uh, bind the events or you can bind the uh, handlers associated with there if it's a simple component uh, you don't need to Uh, emit an event or anything but in the case of uh, multiple components you can uh, emit an event from a component by using a defined event emitter as a property as an output and that way you can emit an event and pass the event data to some other component uh, so this way you can uh, define all the different components and you can pass the data in different way across that so this uh, th- this is not normally applicable for a simple angular application but as your application grows up these things should be considered also you should uh, aware about the different uh, hooks that are available in angular which is called a life cycle hook so in it at the time of initialization of a component uh, its init uh, hook is called where you can provide any code for initialization of the component say for example if a list component is loading and you want to do some logic there you can have that uh, init hook there then uh, then also you can use uh, the event handler so say for example if you want to have a button on inside a component and when you click on that some event needs to happen then you can have you can define a suitable event handler and you can call that event handler from the, within the button uh, on click and then uh, inside the event handler that you can define within that component dot uh, module then uh, within that component dot ts you can write the specific logic for handling uh, how that even handle interaction should take place then as you develop your application some of the best practices that you can also consider these are not uh, again applicable in normal 
angular development but as you evolved you can observe these kind of things say for example um say if you have a component called a list components which is responsible for displaying the data which is received from an api can be some rest api or some other api that uh, you are calling from your component usually your initial um intention or initial uh, uh, way by which you will be putting that rest service call is you may be include that in your component itself this will be working but um, this is not suggested because as you put more and more such rest calls inside your component it will be cluttered your component code so instead of that you should put that rest calling functionality in a reusable service classes so that the advantage is that multiple or similar other components can also call that rest api if you don't put that um this kind of shared codes like calling rest services or uh, accessing state in a local storage in a common area like a kind of a reusable service classes whenever they are required you need to multiple times define that multiple places which will be challenging especially if there is an api change you need to define it multiple areas so be aware of all those things put this kind of functionality shared functionalities in reusable service classes and inject those services into Uh, the components or your required components as whenever you are required so you can define a service but uh, it's not mandatory that you should inject at all the components uh, according to your priority you can define that and uh, uh, according to your requirement you can define that and inject in as uh, you can record also <clears throat> um the dependency injection is supported by angular that means in in the component constructor uh, you can define the services you want to inject as parameter and automatically angular will inject the suitable objects so the dependency injection how it works in angular is the root module which provides services and then the angular injects these services into the component constructors so from the root module we create the service and then uh, we, we define the service and then the angular injects these services into the different components then a similar way like uh, while we think about the best practice this rest api calling and moving it into a service uh you can either create a service by yourself or better you can uh, uh, delegate that task to the angular cli so that it can serve create a service class so this uh, creation of rest services are basically uh, fundamental in most of the angular application because without data angular application can be a simple display of static data and it not be of that much useful because angular application becomes effective when it displays dynamic data uh, it doesn't need a round trip for the entire 
HTML to go back to the server like us in the case of an older ASP web.net web forms and similar technologies but here only the data is actually uh, or data or the, the parameter is actually going back to the server and the data is retrieving the form of rust api so this rust api concept is mainly fundamental to most of the angular application then uh, so these are some of the things you uh, i think i have covered enough of that and the episode went a bit lengthier than that what i expect but i hope it gives enough of the information about an overview of the different angular concepts so thank you everyone for listening this episode i will come up with another another episode soon so thank you very much